What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko, joined by nobody. I am all by myself. I am pulling a full-blown Han Solo, doing this alone because my uh, my usual partner in crime, David Harrison, got caught up at a work event and we were going to have Gene Thomas from Buck What You Heard on and unfortunately his entire neighborhood lost power. So here I am doing the Bucks Bears preview all by myself, but that doesn't stop or that shouldn't stop you from making sure you're checking out everything going on over at BucksNation.com and following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DH82 underscore Bucks. We are still going to have Gene on uh, during the bye week. He's going to come on next Wednesday's episode, kind of recap the first quarter of the season, preview the remaining three quarters of the season, and just kind of get a general feel for how we are looking at this Buccaneers team. But for now, we're going to keep this one kind of uh, kind of short and sweet because I can only argue with myself for so long. Um, for those of you that that didn't listen to the Crossover Wednesday episode that I had with Lauren Cox of Locked on Bears, I, I do highly recommend you go back and listen to that show. He provided a lot of great information about the Bears. Uh, he's an analyst for Pro Football Focus. He writes for the Bears Wire. Uh, very knowledgeable guy, and I enjoyed talking with him. But, yeah, he, he gave us a lot of information about the Bears. And as I told David, uh, I'm a little more confident heading into this game you know, after that show than I was beforehand. You know, this Bears defense is a scary one. They're one of the best in the NFL. Khalil Mack is a complete game wrecker. Uh, seems virtually unstoppable. And that's going to prove somewhat problematic for the Bucks. You know, DeMar Dotson has been limited this week in practice. He's going to be the one that's going to have to take care of blocking Khalil Mack. And, uh, you know, a big X factor in this game is going to be Peyton Barber and his ability to help in the pass protection to allow Fitzpatrick or Jameis, whoever the starter is, it still sounds like it's Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, I haven't heard of any any official announcement at the time of recording, but you know, all signs point to Fitzpatrick being the starter. Um, you know, you got to give him time because if you give him just a little bit of time, you know, just a, a fraction more than he even had on Monday night against the Steelers, the Bears secondary is a little bit suspect. Their, their bread and butter, their strength is in that initial rush to get after the quarterback and get their get the opposing quarterbacks off their spot. And that allows the the secondary to play a little bit better. You know, we've we've said it time and time again, it's in it's something that's, you know, it's it's true as as the NFL is old, you know, you build from the front to the back and a solid pass rush is going to help an average to below average secondary. Prince Mukamara, you know, he's battling an injury. <clears throat> the Bears secondary can be exposed. And so if if Fitz or Jameis, whoever the quarterback may be, is able to get that little bit of time, you know, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans, OJ Howard, Cam Brait, Chris Godwin, all these guys that we talk about over and over and over and, and how how big of a mismatch they provide for for the Bucks offense and and what great weapons they are, <clears throat> they can expose that that bare secondary and they can put points up on the board. So a lot of it's going to be predicated on the right side of the offensive line and Peyton Barber's ability to help out in that pass protection, um, you know, but you know, the Bucks defense, they're, they're playing well. 
uh, and the Bears' offense is not great. I heard a, a stat on Thursday that Mitchell Trubisky is is throwing a touchdown once every forty passes. Like that's bad. That is that is not good. That's not something that's going to strike fear into the hearts of opposing defensive coordinators. They are going to have to win this game on the ground, and that's playing right into the hands of the Buccaneers' defense. They have one of the better run defenses in the NFL. Um, yeah, I, I talked about their ability to, to shut down Connor outside of two runs that it, that went for 44 yards. You know, they were allowing barely over one yard per carry to Connor on Monday night. Just so happened that Connor was able to to slip through a crease and get to that second level where nobody was because the box was stacked. Um, you know, the, the same is going to be true for um, for Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard. Uh, Cohen's he's a threat in the, in the in the passing game. You know, he can catch those little dump offs and, and explode with his speed, but. You know, the, the Bears' offense is the farthest thing from scary. It's by far the worst of the offenses the Bucks have faced so far this season. And again, that plays into the Bucks' favor. I think this is a, a team that can go into Chicago and beat a first-place Chicago Bears team as, as they stand right now. So real quick, I'll go ahead and I'll get into uh, the bold predictions. David sent me sent me his stuff. He, he sent me his bold prediction, his predictive players of the game and his his predictive or his his score prediction. Um, so we'll start with David's David's bold prediction is that Jordan Whitehead is going to get a interception. Yeah, he's going to be starting in place of Chris Conti, who is on the IR, which, by the way, Chris Conti is now the Twitter goat. After what he said on Thursday night, for those that aren't on Twitter or didn't see it, uh, when the Thursday night football game started, Chris Conti simply tweeted out, man, I hope somebody gets stiff-armed tonight. So it's nice to see him kind of be able to poke fun at himself and and you know take a, take the the gifts and the memes and all of that with, with a grain of salt and just kind of kind of have fun with it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see that. I mean, that was the first thing that he's tweeted since draft weekend. Yeah, I was having some interactions with him on there uh, during during draft weekend, and and this was the first thing he's tweeted since. So, kudos to him to be able to to kind of brush that off and and poke fun at himself. But Jordan Whitehead's going to get an opportunity now to really show what he's made of, and and so far when he has played, he's played pretty well, especially for for a day three draft pick who who is in his rookie season, opposite a. Um, a second year safety. So uh, I, I think that's a pretty solid prediction. You know, David and I spoke on Thursday show about how uh, Trubisky favors the right side of the field in that, in the intermediate to deep passing game. And, you know, that's where Whitehead is going to be able to find himself with an opportunity to make a play. My bold prediction, and this is, <laughs> this is going out there, but Hey, they're called bold predictions for a reason, right? My bold prediction is Khalil Mack will get zero sacks. Zero. This will be the the first game of the season where he doesn't get a sack. And I think they're really going to focus on, like I said, having Peyton Barber over on that right side, helping DeMar Dotson, getting an extra body on Khalil Mack. I'm not saying Peyton Barber can block Khalil Mack because most people can't block Khalil Mack. However... Getting an extra body can slow him down just enough 
to allow Ryan Fitzpatrick to hit one of his receivers. So that's that's my uh, that's going to be my bold prediction there. Moving on to the predictive uh, defensive players of the game, David has said that his predictive defense player of the game is going to be Levante David. Uh, you know what? I'm going to echo that sentiment. You know, Levante was very involved in, in Monday night's game against the Steelers. It seemed like he was all over the place. He and Quan have really seemed to hit their stride and I've picked Quan the past couple of weeks. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with Levante David. He's still playing at a, at a elite level and is one of the best outside linebackers in football. Um, and if, if the Bucks are going to stop the run game and, and really, just completely shut down the Bears offense, it's going to fall on the shoulders of the linebackers to to stop Jordan Howard and to stop Tariq Cohen. And a lot of that is going to fall on Levante David. So I think that was a great pick by, by David Harrison. And uh, I'm going to agree with it. I don't agree with him very often, especially after what he did to me at the end of yesterday's episode with that god-awful Ohio State stuff. But that's neither here nor there. Um Predictive offensive player of the game, David went with Chris Godwin. We saw a lot of targets go Godwin's way. I mean, Fitzpatrick was really force-feeding him. Uh, I'm hoping that they don't force-feed him quite as much because it seemed to come at the detriment of the offense at times. But I like seeing Godwin so involved in the offense. Uh, yeah, he's he's had a touchdown in four consecutive games now dating back to last season when he had the game winner against the Saints. And it's, you know, he's a a huge boost to the offense to go along with Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson. So I think that was a a solid pick by him. I'm going to go with Mike Evans. You know, all he's doing is just dominating right now. And the the Bears don't have a corner that can match up against him. So if if Fitz just, you know, I'd like to see him force feed Evans the way he force fed Chris Godwin on Monday night. And, you know, Mike Evans could come out of this with, you know, 200 yards receiving, uh, cause there's just, there's no stopping him by, by the Bears secondary. So I think Mike Evans will, will have a monster, monster game against the Bears. Um, final score predictions, as I said to, um, to Lauren on the crossover Wednesday episode, um, yeah, I picked the Saints. I picked the Eagles. I picked the Steelers. Um, I'm finally giving in and I'm going to pick the Buccaneers this week. I, I picked them at a score of 24 to 14. I think in the end, as good as the Bears defense is, they're just not going to have enough to overcome the Bucks offense, especially if they if the Bears offense is continuously going three and out or not sustaining drives or Trubisky is struggling uh, the way that um, that he has so far this season. So I would say that that all signs point to the Bucks having the upper hand in this one, especially if it if the game falls on the the fact that it's going to be Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen going up against this Buccaneers defense. David has picked a score of. 41 to 24 in favor of the Buccaneers. That's pretty high scoring for a team that's only giving up 18 points a game uh, on defense. So I, I think David might be a little bit out there. I would have loved to have asked him how in the world he came to that conclusion, but it is what it is. Uh, so David is going with a 41 to 24 win for the Bucks. 
So, yeah, that, uh, like I said, this is going to be a, a short and sweet episode. Of course, we did bring the, the bonus episode early in the week, so I guess that kind of makes up for it. But when, when I'm all by myself, it's kind of hard to sit there and argue with myself because I always think that I'm right. You know, that's just kind of how it is. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's been our, our Bears-Bucks preview. Uh, when it rains, it pours, you know, David and, and uh, Gene both, both being forced to miss out on, on what we were really looking forward to, uh, to doing tonight. But, you know, it is what it is. In the meantime, make sure you're checking out everything going on over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DH82 underscore Bucks. Make sure you are sending in your voicemails. I know we got a couple of voicemails in about this game. I apologize. I tried to get them uploaded on onto my computer so that I could insert them into the show, and it just was not cooperating. So, guys, I, I apologize for that. Um, yeah, and, and I don't want to stick David with having to do this with him being stuck at a, at a work function so late at night. Um, but please continue to send in those voicemails. Get entered in to win that autographed Quan Alexander jersey. Call 813-444-5841. Hope you all have a wonderful, enjoyable weekend. Enjoy the Bucks game. And thank you all so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks. Jumping in my ride.